do you ever feel like you kind of got to psych yourself up a little bit because you're delivering something heavy or asking a question or anticipating a certain response? We all do it, but I want to introduce you to a concept today that's very similar to foreshadowing and it is potentially repelling people away from you. This episode is part of the repelling series and I want you to be compelling. So today we're going to talk about not rolling in what you need to roll in vocally until you get there. So we can start lining up the words we're speaking with what we want people to feel right in that moment, not to feel, to anticipate or foreshadow what we're getting to. This is a brand new episode. You've never heard me talk about this. I think you're going to like it. So I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Goodwin, and I'm so glad to have you with me today as always. Thank you so much for your shares and your downloads and for being a subscriber. I love being on this voice journey with you. And I'm excited about this little mini series that I've got going, all about repelling versus compelling. Okay, very quickly, I want to tell you about a new live free training I've got coming up. Stop repelling, start compelling. Really cool stuff I'm going to be talking about in this training. A lot of psychology of the voice effect how you're being processed subconsciously, how what's going on in your mind is ultimately coming out in your voice and repelling people. Maybe you you think you're great at connecting with people, but there, and that could be true, but there could be a sound that is keeping you from the next level. So I'd love for you to join me. You can go to captivatetheroom.com forward slash repel or forward slash repel two, because I've got two options for you. The first one is Wednesday, March 4th, 5 p.m. Pacific time. The second one is Thursday, March 5th, 9 a.m. Pacific time. So make sure you sign up and join me again. Go to captivatetheroom.com forward slash repel for the Wednesday training or repel two for the Thursday training. Now, today, again, like I said in the the first episode of the series where I talked about glazing over our response, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. But today I want to talk about, you know, it's just going to be a short snippet to give you some content and a solution and, and help you recognize a problem. Most people don't recognize the power of the psychology of the voice effect, that everything that is going on in the psychology, the voice story, all of it plays into what you're putting out and how it's being processed 
almost always what you think you're putting out is not what we're receiving. And and that's what I'm doing in this series is I'm lining some of that up. You may think you're doing this, but you're really doing this. Or you may not recognize that you're doing that, but you are. Now, you guys have heard me talk about foreshadowing a lot. And I want to talk about something today that is in the family of foreshadowing. Don't, I guess I could come up with the, you know, that, have you ever heard that saying, don't count your chickens before they hatch? Same kind of concept. What I hear people doing is they're revving up for something that is coming. They know it's coming. They're working off of a script. They're working off of a system. They're working off of something that they've thought about that they need to get done or say. And so they are vocally getting to a place before they need to get there. And that is creating a problem. So let me break it down. It may not make sense, but I'm going to give you a really simple example. Let's say you're doing a cold call. Now, you guys know I work with all different kinds of people, salespeople, celebrities, professionals, entrepreneurs, but I'm going to use this context of a sales call. So you're delivering information and then you're asking a question. So maybe you're saying something like, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if this is a good idea or, you know, I think it would be really interesting to find out if this is a good idea or I'd like to share some ideas with you. This is a good one. I like this. I'd like to share some ideas with you. And then you ask a question, would you have time for that? Okay. So what people tend to do is they don't capitalize on the moment that they are in. So I know I'm going to ask this question. And what I do is I start putting a question in the whole thing. You know, I don't know if this is a good idea for us to, when it, what, uh, let me rephrase that. I'd like to share some stuff with you. I'd like to share some ideas with you. Would that be okay? Do you see how I was in the question the whole time? So one, the question now doesn't make the impact that it could when you ask a question like you really want to know. We're missing the entire care element because you've been asking me the question the whole time. And so you're watering it down, you're watering the impact down, but even worse, when you stay in questioning mode for that whole series. I'm going to process that as doubt or that you are questioning yourself. So what we have to do is we have to start applying vocally what matches what we're talking about. So instead of, I'd be interested in telling you a little bit about what we've going on here. Would you have time for that? staying in that question the whole time, I'm going to change what I'm going to do vocally on the first half. I'd be really interested to show you some of the stuff that we're doing over here, you know, some, some of the things that we've got going on that I think would be really beneficial to you. 
Would you be interested in that? So now the question is clear. Now the question has more impact. Now I have taken the front end of that and given it a different meaning. So it all becomes about meaning and message from a vocal perspective. So I want you to think about that. What are you gearing up for that's not there yet? And this is very much what foreshadowing, you know, if you've heard me talk about foreshadowing, this is very much in the family. When I talk about foreshadowing, I'm talking about dragging in the past and the future. This is the same kind of thing. I'm anticipating something that is coming and I'm rolling it into my voice before I get there. Let's say I've got apprehension about something. And, and, and so I, I already have it in my voice. I'm not even asking you if you lied to me or not. I'm just talking about the scenario that happened that I heard about. And now I want to know if, you're, if you lied to me or not. So I put that throughout the whole thing loses its impact. But when I say there was a really serious situation that went down and there were some emails that were sent and, you know, a whole lot of people got really upset and I want, you know, there were some things that were said. And so I really have to just go straight to a question. I just need to know if you lied to me or not. Okay. Do you see how by saving that moment vocally, for when that moment happens, makes so much more impact. This is a really big topic for a short little nugget of an episode. And maybe I need to revisit this in a, in a full-time episode to really break it down even further for you. But for this moment, I want you to ask a question when you get to a question, not before. Make, you know, make, make the feeling that you want me to feel when you're in that moment. I'm giving you information. I'm getting you excited. I have to deliver something heavy, whatever it is. But when you get to the question, when you get to the punchline, when you get to the, you know, the, the, the climax, if you will, that's what it's called in playwriting then you vocally match it. But don't gear up to vocally match it when you're not even there yet. Okay? I hope this helps. If you have questions on this one or you want to learn more about it, you want to hear more about it, let me know. Perhaps I'll circle back around and do a full episode on it. But right now, I'm, t- I wanna, I'm focusing on what are things that repel. And when you are in a question the whole time, when you are in an anger the whole time, when you are in a frustration the whole time or a sadness or a this or a that, you're pushing us away and you're missing your moment unless you are choosing it. Do you want me to perceive you as doubting yourself the whole conversation? Then keep that question in your voice. But if you don't, then you're costing yourself some success. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for today. Just another quick reminder, make sure you sign up for the live training. Stop repelling, start compelling. 
on either March 4th or March 5th, whatever day works best for your time zone. But that's it for today. I'll be back with another mini episode running this series. So until I see you next time, you know what to do. Get out there and speak your truth. Just do it beautifully. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 